You're listening to the Premier Podcast Network. This is the Mind of the Meanie. Here are your hosts, the Blue Meanie and Adam Barnard. Peace world and welcome everybody to the Mind of the Meanie, your weekly peek into the world according to former WWE superstar and ECW original, the Blue Meanie. We'll cover wrestling, music, movies, sports, and lots and lots of useless knowledge all contained in the Mind of the Meanie. I'm your tour guide, Adam Barnard, and he is the Blue Meanie. Meanie! What's on your mind? Oh man, this is the fucking season. Mm-hmm. Fucking as a as a tear rolls down my eye. <laughs> fucking allergies, bro. Oh yeah, dude. Not pleasant. Yeah, we were spoiled for a couple you know months there with the warm weather and shit. And now it's kind of getting chilly. And the other day, I woke up and uh, looked at my phone and. Amazon said there was a package on my fucking front steps. I was like, oh, thanks. Don't put it in the door, yeah. asshole. Jesus. So I, I, I get up in a panic, and I throw in a bathrobe I haven't probably worn since, you know, February. I run downstairs, like Tony Soprano style, fucking go out my step, you know, with my fucking sandal. And, hey, how you doing? This is Tony Soprano. <laughs> you know, just run out there, get my fucking package, and come inside and I realized that since I hadn't worn that fucking robe since March, it was covered in fucking dust. And oh. now my, that was just a tripwire for my fucking allergies. So it's like my eyes are red, mm-hmm. you know, my fucking nose is sniffly. I'm trying to do my best not to sniffle on air. I got my <laughs> finger on the slider to bring down my volume just in case I have to do a big snort. So it doesn't sound like I'm doing a fucking rail of coke. <laughs> I was know. just going to say. <laughs> I'm the world's fattest cokehead, you know, just, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like I drink coffee and that makes me go to sleep. Yeah. You know? Same dude. Yeah. Most people drink coffee to stay awake. I drink coffee and it makes me fucking tired. Mm. What the fuck? Yeah. You know, I was born ass backwards, man. You know? <laughs> Which reminds me of a, a line my grandma used to say. She's like, "If your feet smell and your nose run, you were born upside down." That yeah. must be that must be a, a, a Philly grandmom thing because my grandmother would say the same thing to me. My grandmother, yeah. Lorraine, who lived in Delco, she would say the same thing. Yeah, yeah, uh, dude. I have a friend, Albert. We're basically the same age, and like, I'll bust out a fucking South Philly grandmom line, and he'll just fucking laugh. He's yep. like, "My grandmom said the exact same thing." Like. uh <laughs> If I killed my grandma with a fart, like I would just like fucking blast her, you know, she go, oh, oh, you need a physic. Oh, my God. God. Yes. Dude, <laughs> dude, no way. My great grandmother used to say that all the time. She fucking, that goddamn David needs a physic. <laughs> oh, you, there's something wrong with you. Yep. You need a physic. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck's a physic? I've never been able to figure out exactly what a physic was. I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing it's a, you know, like an enema or suppository just to fucking flush out whatever's in me. But <laughs> what is a physic? It's, if, any, if anybody could answer that, we would appreciate that. Yeah. My, uh, my great grandmother long, she was, uh, she was 108 when I was born, you know, and, uh, she just hated us, just hated us kids and we were wild. 
she'd run us, she'd chase around her favorite thing to say all the time about was my little brother, David. And he'll, he knows this, who he'll tell you too. He used to run around and she'd be like, that God, she sounded like Bam Margera with the sideways talk, except like a lot scratchier, you know? She'd be like, that goddamn David needs his ass broken. She'd fucking smack us with a wooden spoon too. She did this long wooden spoon and she'd beat the shit out of us with. And it was like, oh brother, they had they had my grandmother had a, uh, the this big like uh, wooden uh, fork and spoon on the wall, you know. And it was like in the I don't remember if it was in the kitchen or something. It was some kind of like decorative thing. And um, you know that was always the fear that Gigi Mom was going to be strong enough to rip that thing off the wall and beat the shit out of us with it. And that would be we, we finally get it. But yep, it was David. I got the spoon. I got the belt. Mm. So, most things people would call child abuse, but I think I right. turned out all right. I think I'm okay now. I, I think, think I'm okay. I'm okay now. I think. She my ass a couple times, you know, but here I am. <laughs> Lots of Wearing things. a half shirt, Daisy Dukes, and blue hair. It, it didn't affect me at all. You know? <laughs> Listen, man. <laughs> Thousands of dollars worth of therapy. We're still doing okay. But. Oh, I oh I had therapy, but that was just my dad's fault. Because yeah. I never knew him. Yeah. But, you know. <laughs> what I want to say, though, is that I am glad that our asses were not broken so we can sit in these seats today and do this show for you. And I want to oh, say hello. I want to say hello to the pod squad, which has been joining us here. <laughs> and if you'd like to, we had a whole conversation earlier uh, in the yeah. green room, which you can only get exclusively on our Patreon at patreon.com slash mind of the meanie tears at only starting meaning at ten dollars a month. You yes, get to sir. hear what we talked about there because we're not going to rehash it here. You can only get it there. So we want to thank the pod squad for joining us this morning. I was just about to say that the conversation we had in the green room with our uh, pod squad members was worthy of the main show. But you know what? We're going to let them have it and not rehash it and let it be special for them. That's because right. they were willing to join us each and every time we record here live and have a conversation. We got the chat going. Yep. It's it's pretty cool. So uh, yeah, just um, well, you know what? My ass is broken because it's got a crack. Yeah, of course. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'll punch myself later. <laughs> but yeah, I am grateful for the Pod Squad, man. Just uh, the they allow us to be able to do this show. Yep. Um, we record live for them every week, and uh, we try to make it the best show we can. The best unplanned fucking unprofessional show, you know, uh, shout out to Carl. We, yep. we gave him his, his flowers before, you know, we recorded for Carl, um, you know, uh, record, you know, does everything he can to make us sound good for. So when you hear this show every Monday, it's, uh, him, like I said, we are, he makes these somewhat professional sounding folks sound even more professional than uh, we deserve. So it's all good. You know? Yep. We're going to give, uh, we're going to give Carl a, uh, a yo cause. Yo cause. And then here I am making fun of him again. Yo asshole. I don't fucking sound like that, but I mean, you do, <laughs> but you do, man. You sound like that. Yeah. We got, uh, <laughs> we got Shackleford. We got Vanessa. We got little Jimmy. Jimmy. Making a cameo here in the chat. What up, dude? Uh, appreciate you guys, man. You guys, uh, you make the meanie world, meanie wheel turn. That's right. You know, here at Mind and the Meanie. So we, we appreciate you. We are happy to have you here and uh, be a part of this meanie. I was going to save this for later on, but I think it is worthy 
for a yes, full dear. pull apart uh, as opposed to during Ask Me. Vanessa posted in our Patreon group uh, yes. when we asked questions about the new Beatles recording. Well, the new old one, I should say. Yeah. Um, it's called a song called Now and Then. Uh, they were able to finish this record using AI and archival recordings. And I haven't really had a chance to pull through the CBS News report, but I wanted to know if you listened to it and what your thoughts were. Yeah, I was uh, <clears throat> I was uh, scrolling Twitter, and uh, Liam Gallagher from Oasis, or formerly of Oasis, uh, put out a tweet praising it. I was like, oh, you know, the, the last Beatles song. I, I knew nothing about it. So I went and listened to it, and I went and learned that, like, initially it was a uh, John Lennon demo of him playing on the piano, which, <clears throat> sorry, allergies. Um, uh, it was a demo uh, of him and a piano, which it in it of itself is beautiful enough. So, <clears throat> goddamn, my apologies. You're good. Um so, um, they, you know, through the magic of uh, technology, they went and added the other Beatles into this. And uh, I I enjoyed it. It, it. it was good. It was, you know, and I, I won't lie and say I'm the most diehard Beatles fan, but like, I have a, you know, my buddy Donnie, who loves the Beatles, he was the first person I reached. I was like, oh, let's check this out. I was like, yeah, it's, it's interesting. You know, it's okay. You know, he didn't, he didn't, <clears throat> the fact that he didn't shit on it means it's good. So, you know, um, yeah, but it's interesting what you can do now with technology and stuff like that. And, you know, uh, we see like people trying doing different things with AI where, Hey, um, write a rap song that sounds like Eminem or, yeah. you know, and it's, it comes somewhat close, you know, with the rhythms and styles and stuff like that. But uh, when I, I, when I, I listened to the song, I watched the video because they, uh, you know, they, you know, spliced in like old video, new video, old footage, new footage. And it was, it was, it was, it was, it was a good song. I enjoyed it. Didn't hate it. Right. Which is easy for me to hate anything nowadays. That's like, I'm so set my ways, but, uh, yeah. Uh, what did you think? I enjoyed it, man. Um, I thought it was for what it was. It was, uh, you know, a new Beatles record. I'm a big fan of the Beatles. Um, I, I have thoughts and concerns about AI usage. Like yeah. what you just mentioned as far as like the Eminem record. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of really bad things that can be done with AI. And actually, you know, speaking of him too, like Carl and I talk about this a lot. It's like, it's, it's <sighs> like imagine somebody taking Tupac lyrics. Right, that he had written yeah. down and putting his voice to it 25 years after he was dead. Like, that's not really his voice, you know, like it is and it isn't. And yeah. then, you know, now you have situations where you have, you know, not to bring up politics, but like just as an example, right? You could have situations where you could have like Barack Obama or Joe Biden or Donald Trump saying, having their voices basically, you know, reanimated and having them say something that they didn't say or, you know, you, you could be in, a, in this weird position. Kind of the issues that they had with with Twitter when you know they started verifying people just by paying, right? Um, right. I think right. there's a that that's that's a really slippery slope that you can get 
down into. And it also takes away from the artist's performance and, and, and other parts about it. You know, like there's, there's Michael Jackson records that were never finished. There's Prince records that were never finished. And there's been talk about utilizing AI to finish those. And it's like, well, why do we want to do that? Because it's not really them. Um, but I think in this instance, um, I'm willing to look past that because Paul and Ringo were involved in it. Like, it doesn't seem like a money grab. You know, it doesn't feel like right. it's a money grab here. It feels like they're just genuinely – the story says here on CBS they're talking about how they initially found this demo. Um, they had released a bunch of stuff in like 95, I think it was, when they did – remember they did that whole thing in the 90s with the Beatles and they found this demo from uh, – there was a John Lennon demo they found. and Free, uh, as, a, free as a Bird, I think it was called. Yeah, that was the first – that was the like the new record that they did. Um, right. And that was – all of this was done during it at that anthology project. But apparently they were never able to finish it because John had recorded it onto tape. But now that they had the AI advancements, they were able to do it. So I think – and the fact that George Harrison's on it too. You know, They took a, a, yeah. a sound of a recording of his guitar that they were able to put it onto um, you know, into the song. So everybody's on this record. I, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Um, I think it's, it's always a good thing when you can get new music from you know, artists – that you yeah. never thought would would have another record again, and now now they'll have a number one hit again in 2023, 60 fucking years after Beatlemania took place. You know, like it's it's crazy. You know, but uh, it's, um, it, it's really cool. It's uh, it's really it's 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 pretty slick, man. And I like I said, I enjoyed it. I listened to it a couple times in the car, and and I I really enjoyed it. But um, yeah, like I said, I think I think that it is. I think the way they use the AI now, I mean, it's, is it, it, do you think this is going to open the door? Maybe I ask you that way. Do you think this is going to open up the door for people to do things like what I just mentioned with Tupac? Like, what do you, what do you think about that? Uh, there's pros and cons. Like, uh, I, I'm trying to think of the guy's Twitter handle. I'm blanking on it, but there's a guy on Twitter who does the, the gorilla monsoon, Gorilla Monsoon podcast. Yes, and he's he's ta taking Gorilla Monsoon's voice and he's doing a, a fake podcast with uh, Gorilla Monsoon, Bobby Heenan, and now he's just kind of like doing. Uh, I think he does a Hulk Hogan podcast in the in the form of Joe Rogan. Oh God! Thing. But uh, yeah, if you're doing if you're doing it for that and you you're doing it, and people obviously know it's you know satire and humor and stuff like that uh i think it would be cool uh there was a, a van halen like a four or five piece mini documentary that just came out uh the youtube page is called the tape Ar archives mm. and uh i forget the name of the guy who put it together i want to say his last name was rosen but uh during the course of that podcast i mean uh during the course of that documentary they took interview clips of David Lee Roth like from magazines they used AI David mm. Roth voice to say those quotes which was kind of cool because it, it sounded like David Lee Roth right it had his inflections and all that stuff so it it, it kind of helped but you know you also know hey that, that really Dave didn't really you know read that so but it, it can, it's like you said it's a slippery slope you can you know um you know you could use it for good you could use it for evil um i'm such a nerd that i just wish somebody would go back take all the wrestling 
autobiographies and just do audio book versions of the books with the person's voice and stuff like that. Cause I, you know, I, I just listened to, uh, Terry Funk's audio book. I mm. wish somebody would just take Terry Funk's voice and, you know, overdub, you know, have him read the book. Yeah. Instead of, it could, you know, mm. cause sometimes there's, you know, they, they have people reading these, you know, audio books. And if it's not the, the subject of the book reading, it, it kind of takes away. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think, uh, like Steve Gorman from the Black Crows, mm. former drummer. He has a book about the Black Crows, but he reads the audio book. Oh, and yeah. It, it just makes it that much better, you know? Uh, Steve Lukather, his audio book, he reads it. And every now and then he would say, add something, he goes, that's not in the book, but I just figured I'd add that. <laughs> and you'd pop, but, you know, uh, I would love the. I would like to see AI used for ways of making things a little bit better. Right. Not trying to create something new, but bettering something that like already existed. You know, like I said, you know, take a a book and make an audio book of them reading the book. You know, stuff yeah. like that. I'm sure there's other things too, but um, you know that that's <laughs> that's my uh, main. Uh, point of contention right now audiobooks because I, I have a whole shitload of them i just wish the people who wrote the books read the audiobooks you know? yeah well i was just you were talking about with david lee roth i was just thinking about what happened with um anthony bourdain two years ago uh they did a documentary called roadrunner and um the director uh had utilized information uh, i guess it was some kind of like uh i don't know if it was diary entries or um, God forbid a suicide note. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was, um, it was something in there where he took three or four sentences and AI created Anthony Bourdain saying these things, but never said anything to the viewers that it was an AI generation. And to me, to me, that's like, dude, that's fucked up. Like you can't, that's, if you're going to do this, you need to disclose it to your audience that you've done this, you know, like, and I think maybe yeah. that's why I'm not necessarily as upset about, the the Beatles thing or um you know maybe even the David Lee Roth thing because you know it's AI right like you know it's actually not who it is but like I don't know I just I, I that's that's kind of weird but I, I I'm sure you know I I agree with you I think I think in 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 my mind the way I justify it is is if they're using it to make it better or if you have a book that you know somebody wrote that you would love to hear like them actually inflect and tell the stories. I think that would be a, a, a useful uh, or a good use of the, of this, the technology, but I don't know, man. Cause then you have all the deep fake shit and it's just, you know, people aren't trained who, you know, there's times where Mrs. Goober sent me stuff and she's like, Oh, look at this. And I'm like, you can tell it's a, it's a, it's a deep fake. Like there are ways yeah. to tell. And the easiest way I'm going to teach you something now, y'all um, look at their mouth. If you look at my mouth and the way that I speak, I'm obviously a real person. I think, meaning I'm not sure, at least today. <laughs> but there are in there's mu muscle movements and 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 facial expressions and and you know the way your teeth sit that can't be replicated by AI generation. It just can't be done. So if you're watching something, I always tell people if it's something that's controversial, look at their mouth first. Watch the way their mouth moves, and if it doesn't look natural, then you can almost guarantee it's fake. So yeah. Um, but I don't know who who knows where this shit's gonna go. Yeah, that deepfake stuff kind of scares me because you could basically just 
start a fucking war. Yeah. Just throw on your deep face mask and have somebody say something that wasn't said. And it's like, oh, my God, you know? Yeah. But it's uh, yeah. crazy. It's crazy. And again, like I said, that was the whole thing with Twitter when when that first started, like the price of insulin dropped or the the stock or something crazy happened because somebody was like, oh, we're going to make insulin, you know, five dollars now. And the place went crazy, you know. Oh. So um, but again, that's that's the that's the pratfalls you fall into it. So it's it's a uh, it's always a moral conversation as to what happens with this. But again, as far as the Beatles are concerned. I'm with Liam Gallagher. You give me anything the fucking Beatles do, and I'm going to listen to it a hundred times. I'm going to love it. I'm going to enjoy it. Um, well, I should say everything but the Yoko Ono stuff. You can just, we can yeah. just move right past that fire. shit. God. <clears throat> Liam Gallagher said if uh, he said if the Beatles shit my handbag, I would still hide my mints in there or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. It was very, a very British line that yeah. I know I'm botching right now, but. Yeah, you know, he uh, he praised, and that's what caused me to go uh, look into it. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah. Uh, yeah, the Beatles are always good. Yeah. Just uh, I don't get people who are like, "Oh, I hate the Beatles." I was like, eh. "I hate them." Right. I I I get I get not liking them, but hating them. You know, it's not not like you know we're in you know even it's not like they're a current band. You know, it's just. Right. You know, people claim they hate Nickelback. It's like, okay, well, I get it. They're kind of a current band, you know, that well, come out in the early 2000s or whatever. Something like that, yeah. You know, everybody hated Creed, but now, like, Creed's cool again. You know, you know, it's, I guess, I guess, it, I guess, like, you know, when uh, they first come out, you know, the, you, you feel, you feel like you're being force fed it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, those early Creed records, you just felt like, oh my god, they're playing them all. again. Every fucking ra- every fucking radio station, you're like, oh, another fucking Creed song. But then they go away, and then you know, randomly something will come on. You go, oh, you know what? That wasn't too bad. You know, uh, I enjoyed the uh, WWF My Sacrifice video that they yeah. did with uh, Creed. Yeah, that was a good good video. You know. So, uh, yeah, the Beatles, I like the Beatles, you know, I don't, but, uh, I don't understand how anybody could hate the Beatles. Like, I understand not, like yeah. not liking them, but having a, like a visceral hatred to them seems kind of extreme. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're, I don't know. Uh, I forgot who it was. Somebody posted a, like a photo of an early, 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 like big, just in the beginnings of the Beatles photo of them, like as teenagers playing in like Germany. Mm. It's like, it's like, Jesus Christ. And the photo, like, it was like really cool. I forget, I forget who retweeted it, but like, it's like, man, those, that was like the sixties. Yeah. We're in like 2023, you know, and, you know, Paul and Ringo are still here, but they are putting out a song. And just like you said, you know, how many, what is that? 60 years. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, that that was 10 years before I was born. I'm 50 now, you know, 10, 10 some odd years, you know, I'm 50 now. And that's like, these guys have been making music, you know, well before I was born. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, you know, interesting, you know, to see somebody, you know, way young being to like ECW. Yeah. You know, ECW existed before they were born. You, you, I got to do something before somebody was born. Yeah. And now they're young enough and they're coming to me and trying to ask questions about it and stuff like that. And, 
it reminds it, it makes me think about you know how I was as a kid. You know, I'm sitting at home, coming home from school, or putting on MTV, and then like a Jimi Hendrix video comes on. Yeah, yeah. Well, Hendrix was what the sixties. Yeah, and there I am in like 1984-85, watching something happen. Maybe you know, twenty, you know, almost eighteen years before that. You know, it just life makes you fucking you know, reflect on certain things. You know, just you know the, the the shit I you know, you know the the uh, the things I wondered as a kid. Mm-hmm. I found myself in the adult role helping younger folks learn about the things that happened before they were born. So it's kind of cool, you know, just a, a role reversal, if you will, you know. Well, it's funny. It's, it's funny you mentioned that ECW because my, my oldest is like, James is super into, you know, all things wrestling right now. Like it's just wrestling all the time, which is great, you know. And I forget how it came up. Like I don't remember if we were talking about uh, Blue Dust or if we were talking about something a, a couple weeks ago. And he started asking me questions about friend of the show, Rob Van Dam. Yeah. And uh, he was like, oh, well, what about Rob? Like, what does he do? Like, or maybe it was something, maybe he was on AEW or something like that. I can't remember what it was. And he saw an ad for it. And I was like, oh, yeah, like he was on ECW. He wrestled with Meanie, like him and Meanie are friends, blah, 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 whatever. So we started watching. I started him on ECW One Night Stand 06, I think it was. And so now he's like fanatical about learning about ECW. And he was like, well, well, what happened before? Like, what were they before this? And I was like, well, I can't show you everything, but like hmm. I can pick out a couple good, like kid friendly matches, like maybe Taz Here's and Bam Bam. Here's Kimono Wanalea. Yeah. <laughs> Here's Francine. Yeah, right. And it's like, yeah. uh, he's, you know, so I'm starting to show him little things like that. And he's like, oh, I've never seen Blue Meanie wrestle. So I think I may have started him with the, the JBL match. I think I, yeah, it was just like, here, watch this one, you know? And, um, but it's funny to have those conversations because, like, I remember watching that stuff live, you know, like, or, yeah. or as, as close in proximity to it as it happened, the original ECW. And it's just yeah. funny, like that time, you know, like I said, I was, we were talking earlier, like my buddy Mike, he just turned 40. And I was like, how the fuck did that happen, man? I'm going to be, you know, 39 this year coming up. And it just, you know, it flies. Just time is just such an illusion anymore these days. And I, you know, I can't believe it's how sc- quick. It's scary. It is, right? Like I'm not losing it. Like it feels like time is moving so much faster where it's like Courtney and I were talking this morning about um, the, the, you know, we're going to be into 2024 in, in two months. We've already been doing, as of January next year, we would have done this show together for two years already. And then in March of 2024, it's going to be four years since the pandemic broke out. And it's like, yeah. how did this happen? How did it move so fast? Yeah. I didn't even, yeah. It's 2023. Yeah. Like. The pandemic happened in 2019, right? 2020. Yeah. It started like, well, it popped off 2019. Yeah. Yeah. Because COVID-19. And like, right. Oh, what happened to COVID-17? What about, I literally had someone say that to me. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, it's, uh, excuse me. Uh, <laughs> it's COVID-19 because it came in 2019. Yes. So it's not, it's not a sequel. Well, right. it is a sequel because there's always been coronavirus. Right. Right. <sighs> People are stupid. But, just get, uh, just fucking be smart, guys. Yeah, but to get back to the whole thing of time. You know, uh, Mrs. Meany, I'll turn to me and go, God damn. You know, it's, yeah. where has the time gone? It's like, what year, what age does like time just go, see ya? Yeah. 
You know, you know, when you're a kid, you're like, man, I want to be 18. Oh, man. Man, can I be 21 so I can drink legally? Mm-hmm. And here I'm at 50. Yeah. Like, God, that, getting to 18 seemed to take forever. Getting to be like 20 or getting to be, I guess the first milestone, 16, maybe. Mm, yeah. Or 13. 13, you hit your teens. You're like, ah, 16, sweet 16, right? Uh Oh, 18, I'll be an adult, yay. And then 21, I could drink and not have my balls busted and <laughs> drink legally. Right, uh, I was just going to say, yeah. 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 But, um, and then it's just like, and we're off. Mm-hmm. You know, just, you know, I don't even remember turning 30 or turning 40. I'm 50 right now, you know? At what what age does it, that all this that the, the time fast forwarding start to happen? Because it's like we're recording right now on a Saturday. Before you know, it, we'll be recording the next episode. And right, the whole week will be non-existent. It's like it's it is it's great. Like I was just I mentioned before a couple weeks ago uh, about I graduated high school twenty years ago. The weekend of Thanksgiving, they're doing that Friday after Thanksgiving. They're doing our twenty year reunion, and I'm like. Dude. Yeah, my high school is planning the 30th reunion. I'm like, how did this happen? Like, I have literally vivid memories of sitting in my last couple of classes before we, before like we graduated. And I remember it was me and the two of my buddies, Chris Weddy and and Mike Katz. We were, we were all in the same class. We were in the same rooms together in the same area. And after the last class, we left and we went to fucking someplace. I think we went to Wawa and Richborough. We got a, like, got lunch or something. And we're like, oh, we graduated. We can't believe this. this is fucking amazing. And it's like, it was 20 years ago already. Like I, I, yeah. I feel like that happened yesterday and so many of these little things happen and I feel like more so than ever I wake up and I'm like, I feel like this was just very recent. Like it doesn't, it, the differentials and the space between it, it just doesn't feel real, but um, crazy, man. Crazy. But I'm not going to my 20 year reunion. I'm not, I'm not doing that shit. Fuck that. I did my, I think I did my 20th mm. and then, uh, I just realized the Facebook group, you know, for my high school, my, from my class, class of 93, Lansing City High School, uh, they were playing in the 30th. And I just noticed the fucking thing. I thought, ah, fuck, it's too soon. It's too late for me to fucking do anything for it. And, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I could still, like, think back. I could still smell the hallways of my mm-hmm. high school. I could still think of, you know, the graffiti I wrote, you know, and, a hidden park behind the uh, the shitters. There's like this little door you can open up, and I wrote little things in there, you know. And you know, you graduate from high school, and the last time you leave for the day, you don't realize that's the last time you're leaving forever. Right. You never have that like TV moment where you stand in a doorway and hold the knob for the last time and go, "This is the last time I'm going to be in this building forever." Yeah. There's none of that. You just fucking leave. You're like you're in a rush to get home and, you know, go home, take a shit. And just, you know, <laughs> be happy that, you know, you have to fucking be, you know, held, you know, held yeah. down by the man, man. <laughs> you know, my senior year was such a fucking, like, soft, uh, junior year. I mean, uh, freshman year, I was like, you know, that's okay. Yeah. And I was supposed to go to summer school that year. And I was like, fuck this shit. And then uh, senior year, they're like, oh, you have a bunch of credits to make up? I went, fuck. Fuck. 
So, like, I had to do day school and night school. Mm. And it was for science class. Oh, God. So I was like, what do I need to know this for? I want to be a wrestler. <laughs> I swear the guy passed me just to get me the fuck out of that. Just, I don't need to know about, well, now that I'm 50, I wish I would have paid attention because they're talking about like rocks and stones and Mrs. Meany's into rocks and mm-hmm. crystals. and all that. Like, I wish I could like kind of know what she's talking about, which I could have, if I would have paid attention in fucking high school, you know, at night school, yeah, I would have fucking, uh, I would have at least know what, somewhat what I'm talking about. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah, it's just fucking... You know, it's just, it's just weird. You know, you, you, you know all the things you took for granted, mm-hmm. or I took for granted. I'm just like, I can't speak for you, but like the things I took for granted. You know, just not realizing the the last things were going to be the last things. And mm-hmm. you know, there's some people I hadn't seen since. Like, I always try to look up again people from high school on social media. And I have a friend Nick who I've been trying to find Nick Calabrese. I've been trying to find to fucking find that guy forever. Because I want to thank him because he turned me on to, like, so much cool music. And, you know, there's other friends who, like, I know are out there, but I can't find them. And I, I see them once in the – I saw them at the 20th and, like, almost want to go to the 30th. But, yeah. uh just to see them, to say, well, what are you doing? What's up? What's going on? But, um, yeah, I just got off a little tangent there. No, you're good, man. Yeah, just times. Fucking fly, man. It's fucking crazy. Mimi! Yes, sir. Are you ready to spice up your Thanksgiving? Ready as I'll ever be. As we dive headfirst into mountains of potato- mashed potatoes and cranberry sauce, let's talk about the unsung hero of the holiday season. It's the Manscaped Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra. That's right, Mimi. It's time to go cold turkey on your old razor and take care of your own turkey leg with the Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra. Visit manscaped.com right now and use promo code MIND. Mini for 20% off plus free shipping and enjoy Thanksgiving in style with the Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra Gobble Gobble Boys and Gobble Gobble to you, Mini. Let's talk about this new product here. How has it helped you and the little tiny Meanies downstairs after years of using the wrong product? I'll tell you what. I'll tell you one thing, man. I am thankful for manscaping the lawnmower uh, 5.0 ultra because i could take care of my uh my my, my little cranberries and my uh my turkey leg there and you know uh, i could go into the holiday feeling uh confident and uh secure that you know uh when i'm stuffing my face uh and i'm doing uh some stuffing later on that uh i don't, I don't look like a fool so thank you i'm very thankful to Manscaped Lawn Mower 5.0 Ultra. And you know, Mini, the one thing that we don't want to have is poor grooming be the topic of the dinner conversations at the table. Lord knows it's already going to be awkward enough. So with the Lawn Mower 5.0 Ultra, you'll be able to be the talk of the table. It's waterproof so you can groom wet or dry. And let's face it, we all want to look our best before carving that bird, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, the LED spotlight ensures you don't miss a spot, even in low-life situations. And speaking of carving, this, the dual skin-safe blade heads are your best teammates. The trimmer uh, blade takes care of business, while the foil blade gives you an irresistibly sleek finish, like a winning touchdown at your Thanksgiving table. Little John and the Eastside boys have never looked better. And for my guys who go back for seconds, Manscaped's Performance Package 5.0 Ultra 
It's the ultimate bundle for the man who deserves it all. This bad boy meanie is the whole plate and dessert. Included is the Lawnmower 5.0, Ultra, the Weed Whacker 2.0, Ear and Nose Trimmer, Manscapes, Liquid Formulations, and two meanie, count it, two free gifts. Unbelievable, right? Unbelievable. Now that you've tackled the fur, it's time to make sure you smell like royalty with the Crop Soother Aftershave Lotion and the Crop Preserver Anti-Chafe Ball Deodorant. Once they touch your sack, you'll never go back. The gift of Manscaped doesn't stop there. The bundle comes with two free gifts, Manscaped's Boxers 2.0 Premium Underwear and the Shed 2.0 Toiletry Bag. Uh, once you're done shaping up, it's only right you put those uh, put you put your pants presents in the best wrapping of all. They're seriously the best boxers I've ever worn. Uh, I get them. I probably have them send me a refresh once a month because I absolutely love them. So go ahead right now, meaning right today before you get to that Thanksgiving table. Go right now to Manscaped.com and get 20% off plus. Free shipping with the promo code mind meanie. That's right, it's 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code mind meanie at manscaped.com. Be thankful this holiday season for the best gift of all from Manscaped. Your balls will thank you, and we thank Manscaped for sponsoring the program. I was just, I don't, I don't know if I necessarily like, I have no interest in going to my 20th year, my 20 year reunion. Right. Like I, I just, I don't know. I, I like they were, they did something in 2013 for our 10 year. I don't remember if I talked about this. Now if I've talked about this and you've heard it already, I'm sorry, you can skip through it. But I, I, I don't remember if they did something or I remember uh, 2013 and uh, I went to an, an affluent, my school was in an affluent area. I went to council rock and I graduated from council rock North and we were the poor kids in the rich neighborhood so these kids don't really have, like, as they become adults, like, I'm sorry you don't, but, like, they don't have any real, like, concept of how other people actually live, you know? Big mansions and lots of money and everything else. And they're like, oh, we're going to do a reunion somewhere at some swanky hotel in Philly. And we're like, all right, you know, whatever. Like, it can't be that expensive. It's like $250 a person, and it was not an open bar. And I'm going, there's no way we can afford this. You know, plus Courtney had, was, I think she was nine months pregnant at the time with with James, and so, like, everybody else kind of had the same thoughts. They were like, this is incredibly expensive for a 10-year reunion. So they ended up canceling it. And whoever was running it, they were like, you know, they, they kind of scolded us all about it. They were like, well, we, we asked you all to come up with ideas, and then we came up with something and it wasn't good enough for you. So you guys figure it out. And I remember writing something like, well, maybe you could just be realistic about where people are in their lives. And, like, not everybody can afford to spend $500 in a room with people that they don't really like for four hours. So <laughs> I, I think for this year – they were like, well, we're going to do something different. They're doing it at a bar in, in Northampton that we all, there was a spot that called the Black Bull. We all used to go to like after we graduated and became of age. And one of the girls we graduated high school with owns the bar now. And she was like, oh yeah, well, we'll, we'll, we'll have it here. So it's like an easy buy and it's like 10 bucks and you get like, they have like a limited menu, whatever. So it's like a real easy, like no pressure kind of thing, which I thought was pretty dope. You know, it's like, all right, this is cool to like a better idea. But again, like, I don't know, like there's a handful of people I would love to see, but it's always going to be the same questions. It's like, oh man, how's it going? You still listen to the biscuit? I'm like, yeah, dude, sure do. It's 20 years and I'm the same fucking person I was in 20, 2003, man. Exactly the same. I haven't grown at all. I appreciate you. You know, like I don't, I, it's the awkward small talk and having to, you know, I just, I, fuck, I don't want to do it, man. Everybody I want to yeah. be friends with, I, I can see on Facebook. I can see on Instagram the people I want to stay involved with. 
Um, I just don't want to, I don't want to fucking waste my time. You know, I have better things to do. Like I, I, you know, I hate to sound mean about it and that's, that's not the way I want to come off, but it's also like, I don't, it's not, it's just, it's, what about, I, I don't want to stand here and have the same conversations with the same yeah. 10 people, you know, it just, yeah. but it's like you said too, like, it's like the last time you see somebody, the last time you touch something, like I can't imagine there's probably millions of inactive fucking instant AOL instant messenger accounts that are out there right now. You know, think about it. Like the last time you logged on to AIM was 20 years ago, maybe less. They're all just sitting there collecting digital dust. Like no one's touched them in years. And I don't even remember the last time it was, but yeah, I can, I can still smell the school and, and, and the photography room. You know, I've talked about this as class and like, I can still smell the chemicals in the room and, that gives me a lot of good memories and good good thoughts there, but fuck, man, I don't think I'm gonna do it. I don't. What do you? Would you go? <laughs> would you if you if you were thinking like me? Would you go or would you be like, nah, fuck it, I'm gonna go well, do something else? Situ- it depends on your experience, you know. Yeah. I went, you know, most of the people I went to high school with were the kids I went to, uh, you know, grade school with, and we all got along. And mm-hmm. I think you know what th- kind of throws a damper on. Uh, High school reunions is social media. Yeah. Because you, you fucking go to high school reunions to see what everybody's up to. But, like, if you follow each other on Facebook and Twitter, you kind of have an idea where we're at in life. And there's, like, yeah. no – it's kind of, like, social media is the ultimate spoiler alert to, like, mm. where everybody's at. You know, if you wanted to get together and have, like, a, a night at a bar and just, like, hey, let's get the, let's. Let's get together and just have a, a drink without this whole hullabaloo of getting a DJ or catering or, you know, food. Let's just go to a bar and, and meet up, you know. But, you know, uh, it depends. Like, I, you know, there's people I went to school with that I'm still friends with to this day. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, there's some people I don't know. I don't, like I said, I don't, there's some people from my, my childhood I don't see on social media and it kind of bums me out because there's yeah. people I really liked. And I was like, man, I hope they're doing good. Yeah. You know, I, maybe I would go for the, the, that one or two, you know, the one or two people I don't see at all. Yeah. You know, on social media, you know, it's like they kind of became like these ghosts, you know, you know, uh, I have a, a, I went to school with this kid, Anthony, you know, we went to, uh, well, he was, I went to a school, St. Mike's, that closed. Then I went to a Catholic school, Star to See, and like I met Anthony at Star to See, and we went to high school together, and then we graduated high school, and I didn't see him again until the reunion. I'm like, "Fuck, man, where, yeah. what are you doing?" And he's kind of like kayfabe me, like, "I'm doing all right." You know, what do you do for a job? <laughs> <laughs> Let me twist your fucking arm a little bit more so you talk to me, brother. Yeah. <laughs> Are you a spy? Uh, what, what you <laughs> You're the fucking CIA. I just want you to say it. I have one friend I've known since third grade. I guess he he's like an undercover cover guy. Mm. And he, he's like, I really can't tell you what I'm doing, but yeah, I'm, I'm doing some stuff. <laughs> like, well, oh, a couple of things. Right. Uh, Brian, I appreciate you asking me, but uh, I paint houses. That's about all I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like the least likeliest guy to like do what I think he's doing. You know, so <laughs> yeah. I'm like, holy shit, that fucking blew my mind. <laughs> but then I, uh, here I am, the guy who fucking traveling the world in my Daisy Dukes and half shirt and blue hair. Hey, 
man, you made out. You, listen, you did. You did better than ninety five percent of people out there. Trust me, man. Well, like, I went to Atlantic City High School, and I guess uh, as far as I hate to say famous people, but like me, there's me. I think. Uh, what's her name? I don't know if the news reporter Jessica Savage went to oh, Atlantic yeah. City High School. I recognize that name. I, I think she went to. I, Rumor has it they based her, her uh, they based Veronica Corningstone on her uh, anchor man <laughs> loosely, uh, and Ron Burgundy was James Gardner, I think. But yeah, um, for as far as Langsay High School is me, uh, Lou Rowe, who played uh, basketball for Langsay High School, but they he went to play basketball at UMass, and then he played with the Detroit Pistons. And I got to play like one session of basketball with him at gym class. It was just, no, it was a fucking squash match. <laughs> you know, Eve's fucking dunking. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm just going to go sit in the bleachers. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm looking it up on uh, Wikipedia right now. You you exist. Your name is on the Wikipedia page uh, here for notable alumni. Uh, Brian Heffron, professional wrestler for World Wrestling Entertainment and Extreme Championship Wrestling. You're here. And uh, one of the the uh, the tag team, the Dicks. Uh, let me see. One of them was my classmate. I can't. God damn it, fifty. My fucking memory is shit. Um. But like, um, what's that? I'm just looking up to see if I can find them off there on the list here. Oh my God, I just fucking we're friends on Facebook. I. I know the man. I can't think of his <laughs> fucking name. It's driving me nuts. Oh, man. Uh, but the uh, another one of my classmates, Marty Small, he's the mayor of Atlantic City right now. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, here it is. There's a bunch of stuff. Yeah, Jessica Savage did go to Atlantic City High School. Yeah. Um, that's cool, man. I'm glad. I was going to say, if your name wasn't on here, I was going to add it in here because it deserves to be there. So, uh you're a fucking yeah, notable yeah. alumni. Hopefully, too, you could be, uh, let me think about this for a second, maybe in, uh, I don't know, the Atlantic City High School Hall of Fame. Could start some <laughs> things happening. Perhaps another Hall of Fame, Bruce, that's coming to Philadelphia. Bruce, Paul, are you listening? Conrad, you could probably pull some strings, too. Um, it, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm hoping for a very blue Hall of Fame, if you get me. But tell us, if y'all are listening... Would you go to your high school reunion? Leave some comments underneath as you like and subscribe on the YouTube page. Tweet them at us because I want to know what you think because I want to know if I'm off base here with not wanting to go uh, to my high school reunion. Or if you've gone and if you've had a shitty experience or a good experience, tell us in the comments and let us know because we want to know. So, um, but Shout I out to uh, Machete Von Kill who machete. says, have you seen Machete? Have you seen Gross Point Blank? I have not, but I should. Uh, kind of sums up the high school reunion feels. I should watch that movie because I'm a big fan of Mini Driver and John Cusack. I just, uh, we were just watching, um, there's a show on HBO called Our Flag. Our Flag Means Death. Mm. I think I got it. It's Our Flag Means Death. And uh, Mini Driver. Just made an appearance in one of the episodes. I was like, oh, I oh no, for some hat. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's kind of cool to see her. And there's like a lot of cool cameos on this show. But yeah, yeah, that 
this bringing up gross point blank it kind of made me think of mini driver but yeah uh i haven't seen it but i want to see it i've heard it's good i definitely want to uh i want to take a look at it but something else is good because it's supersized today and i want to start it now meanie i have a question yes. i have a question for you sir uh, what would that be are you ready to ask me i would love to Ask me something. Yeah, cause I can't remember what regular air smells like. Don't forget to tweet us your questions using the hashtag. This is a drizzling shit. Not that one, Daniel. The hashtag Ask Meanie, and you may hear your questions on the program. Meanie, it looks like we're both thinking the same thing here. What you got yep. today for your seltzer? Uh, it's Groundhog's Day uh, with Canada <laughs> Dry Mandarin Orange Sparkling Seltzer. Yes, sir. I'm not giving you the finger. That's just how I hold it when I say I'm in it. So I have a uh, I have my sparkling ice berry lemonade here, uh, which is the good shit. I bought some today before I came uh, on the show. So, Mini, we're going to crack this, John. And uh, three, two, one. There it is. I love the spritzy smell of the berry lemonade. Pinkies up. Spritz on my tits. <laughs> You gotta warn me before you say stuff like that, because I just spit no, my I drink. <laughs> that was the desired effect, my friend. Just spit it right back in. Got a little spritz on my tits. That's the name of the episode. <laughs> you won't. I will. I'm writing it down. Little spritz the on the tits. <laughs> the eyes have to be exclamation points so we don't get answered. <laughs> Laughing so hard, I'm spelling wrong. Spritz on M A H too. My tits. Seltzer spritz on my tits. There you go. Seltzer spritz. Yeah, the I, the I and tits will be uh, the uh, exclamation point there. Uh, (laughs) Machete Machete Von Kill says the soundtrack is amazing, which. 90s kind of killed it for like soundtrack, like awesome soundtracks in the yeah. 90s, man. They did. Yeah, you know, like back in the day, there would be soundtracks as all orchestral stuff, but like I'll have to check out the uh, Gross Point Blank, but like Last Action Hero soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Single movie, single soundtrack, you know. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, he just vomited in like. <laughs> <laughs> In Japan, that's a compliment. Yeah, hey. Um, Dude, no, gross point blank. They got Violent Femmes, The Clash, David Bowie and Queen, Guns N' Roses, Faith No More, Pete Townsend is on here. Um, They have more. They did a second soundtrack, Specials and Melly Mel, uh, Joe Strummer. Wow, yeah, there's a lot of good shit. And the movie itself had a bunch of good music that's not on um, the record Motorhead, The Cure, Eels. Eels, they're good. 99 red love balloons. Yeah, that one's on there too. Um, no, this is, this looks like a great fucking movie. I got to see it. Uh, let's see where are we at here with our yes. questionionionionions. Little Jimmy Sorensen wants yes. to know uh, if you were to get AI'd to a song, what song would you want to be singing? Ooh. Hmm. Depends on my mood, really. Mm. You know, one day I'm, I could be listening to Slayer, the next day I'm listening to fucking Belinda Carlisle or, the, you know, the, the Go-Go's. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would 
I don't know. I don't know if AI could help this voice. Couldn't, as they say, I couldn't carry a fucking tune if you put handles on it. Um, <laughs> uh, let's make it a Van Halen song. Let's make it uh, "Mean Streets" by Van Halen. Probably one of my favorite fucking. Just attitude wise, it's, mm-hmm. it's really good. I would say, "Don't Stop Me Now" by Queen. I love that record. I can carry a, I can carry a tune pretty well for the most part. Uh, it's just more of the higher notes that I can't quite get to because my voice gets cracky. Um, but I would say, yeah, "Don't Stop Me Now" would be the one. I was actually speaking of that. Adam from Downingtown was going to tell you. Um, I was listening to Rock the Bells Radio on Sirius XM Channel 40, 43. It's LL Cool yes. J's station, and they do the super cool thing where they do uh, uh, salute the sample. So they basically cut up a bunch of – like they play the original records uh, that people pull samples from. And they played Eddie Van Halen's Beat It uh, guitar solo, like just as the solo track. And yeah. uh, they were talking about Van Halen, and I did not know that uh, Tone Loke, the song Wild Thing – actually yeah. sampled Van Halen and there was some kind of lawsuit Jamie's about crying. it. Yeah. There was some kind of lawsuit about it or something. Yeah. Uh, the opening drum beat and the guitar part in Tone Loke's Wild Thing is Van Halen's Jamie's Crying. Yeah. Yes. And then also Two Live Crew sample Van Halen. They took the guitar part for Ain't Talk About Love and for the song The Fuck Shop. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the classic Christian rock record, The Fuck Shop. Yeah. yeah that was, that's you know, what I said my wedding vows. <laughs> <laughs> and now uh, Brian will read uh, scripture and quotes from <laughs> Uncle Luke in The Fuck Shop. Please open your Bibles. <laughs> Ye old fuck shop. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that is hilarious! Holy as shit! They say, as they say in a ye old fuck shop. <laughs> and now Deacon uh, Deacon Williams will read "Pop That Pussy" by Two Life The Dick and Deacon. <laughs> the deep Dick and Deacon. <laughs> The triple D. Triple D. <laughs> oh, my God. Now coming down the aisle, the deep <laughs> dick and deacon. It's just blaring fucking church speakers. Yeah. yeah. Don't stop. But the- <laughs> <laughs> Incredible, man. That was good shit. Um, oh, oh, man. Oh, God. You know, Meanie? What's that? We hear this a lot. Every CBD company tells you that their product is the best. With quality control measures like lab testing and QR codes now becoming the standard, it can start to seem like all CBD brands are the same, but I'm here to tell you something, meaning they are not. Knowing what makes certain brands better will help you spend your money more wisely and have more confidence as you incorporate CBD oils, topicals, capsules, or gummies into your own wellness routine. And that's why we're proud to partner with Green Road CBD as an official sponsor of Mind of the Meanie. And Meanie, I know you're a longtime user of Green Road CBD. How has Green Road CBD helped you in your life? Let me tell you, Green Road CBD is, is a product I've been using for years. 
And uh, when we started Mind and Meaning, I always was, was like, let's get Green Roads as a, as a sponsor because I use them almost daily, uh, whether it's the gummies, you know, to take care of the aches and pains of 30 years of, of wrestling, the topical solutions uh, that help my knees, help my back, help my elbows, help my shoulders. Green Road CBD has done everything to help me maintain uh, a pain-free existence from all the years of wear and tear as a professional wrestler. And to me, Meanie, that sounds like the Green Road's difference. And it comes down to a really few important points. They're just part of the reason that they've won industry awards year after year, earned thousands of five-star reviews, and have heard countless stories from customers just like you about the impact that those products have had on your life. So Green Roads is led by a, co a compounding pharmacist with 25 years of experience helping her community getting healthy. For her and the entire company, it's more than just a job. It's a mission. And not all hemp sourcing is equal, meaning I'm not sure if you're aware of that. But they select, mm -hmm. our, they select their hemp from high-quality American farms. And also, not all lab testing is equal, which is why they use an accredited independent lab to conduct full panel tests on every single batch. And that's why Green Roads is an original manufacturer, not just a quote-unquote white label brand so right now you can go to greenroads.com meaning and save 25 percent off of your entire purchase wow 25 percent off of everything meaning that's huge and all you have to do is go to their website right now greenroads.com and use promo code meanie at checkout it's 25 percent off your entire purchase by using promo code meanie at greenroads.com own the day with green road cbd and we thank them for sponsoring the program Pod Squad member Anthony Camerata wants to know. Camerata. I'm, Camerata. I'm curious to see what use guys is. I appreciate the usage of use guys. Uh, thank you. Uh, use guys' opinion is on the WWE documentary on superfan Vladimir. Have you ever awesome. met him? Awesome. Um, man. I didn't mean to step on your words there. It's no, you're okay. Reacting. You're okay. Supervan Vladimir. Uh, dude, I love Vladimir. Uh, I've known Vladimir forever. Like, when I, you know, before I got into the wrestling business, like, um, I want to say I first met him at Halloween Havoc 92. Mm. Uh, or maybe even like the house show before that. But like, we, we had been at shows together as a fan, as fans, uh, went to conventions together, um, as fans. And he was just always that guy. You know, everybody talks about, you know, hat guy or Faith No More guy from the East Arena being at every show. But, like, Vladimir, like, Vladimir and Faith No More guy and uh, Charlie, his, his buddy, mm -hmm. they, were, they were, like, at all these events. And uh, such a good dude, man. Such high positive energy. You know, mm. when you're around them, everything was high positive energy. You know, there's some people you, you meet at shows and you're like, oh, my God, get me the fuck away from this guy. It was never Vladimir. Vladimir was always the guy you wanted to go towards, you yep. know. You know, that's my motto in life. Be the people, people, be the person people want to fucking flock to, not fl flee from, you know. Right. Just, uh, and he was always that person that everybody flocked to. And um, I'm glad the documentary finally came out. Uh, shed a few man tears. Mm. Um, you know, when you, when you see the relationship with his mom and 
how much she meant to him and how much wrestling and his mom meant to him. The, the two things in his life, you know, wrestling and his mom were the, the two most important things. And unfortunately, unfortunately, he lost his mother. Mm. And he almost lost, you know, wrestling there during the pandemic. So it just, man, just fucking pulls out your fucking heartstrings. And I just want to find him and hug him, you know. I got to see him maybe like a year or two ago at a, a show in Jersey. Mm. And uh, uh, Figures Toy Company, not Figures Toy Company, uh, give me a sec. Give me two seconds. Yeah. Uh, hold on, because it's part of my read. Uh, go to shop.figurecollections.com. They have the Vladimir the Superfan action figure available right now for pre-order. Oh, that's sick, man. And I went and pre-ordered the uh, the Vladimir figure. Um, not putting his stuff out there. Like, his health's not doing too good right now. So mm. uh, everybody needs to go pre-order that figure because the money goes, all the, the proceeds go to him. Uh, shout out to Mike Johnson uh, for getting the deal together and making sure, you know, everything's, you know, he's the protector of, Vladimir. So, mm -hmm. you know, uh, get that figure. But uh, the documentary was so well done. Um, just, uh, it, 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 it's, been, it, it's been done for a while. You know, it's, it was supposed to come out like years ago and then, then come out. And then all of a sudden, news broke that it got on the WWE network in overseas. And then it was on Peacock and we watched it right away. Mm -hmm. You know, just, um, did you watch it? I have, I have not had a chance to watch it yet. It's all my, it's all my, my stuff or whatever it is. It's pinned to watch it, but um, I was excited. I mean, I, you know, as a kid watching, you know, any pay per view or any major wrestling event, Vladimir was there. You know, it was always it became a thing. We were always looking for him in the front row, and I remember being a kid or a teenager and being like, "Oh, there's that guy again," you know, and and he just he became a part of the show. So, uh, I mean, I am excited to watch it. I just haven't had a chance to really sit and, uh, and, uh, take a look, but I've heard nothing but great th things about it. Uh, lots of really super positive reaction. And I'm just glad he's getting a shine. You know, I'm glad he's getting his moment. Um, and it also too, uh, with the inclusion of, of the blue meaning at the hall of fame, it would be cool to see Vlad go in, uh, <laughs> to the hall of fame as well. You know, I mean, he's such a, I feel like such an integral part of the show sometimes, you know, and I think that would be a, a really cool honor for him, but. Um, now looking forward to looking forward to checking it out. Yeah, definitely <clears throat> check it out. Uh, watch the documentary. Uh, buy the figure. Actually, the the major 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 toy company is doing a, a bendy version of his action figure mm. too. So all the proceeds go to uh, Vladimir. So yeah, definitely check that out. Where am I at here? Mark and Dryden wants to know, on Monday Night Raw, Gunter's next feud looks to be against The Miz. What are your guys' level of interest in this? Personally, mine is, quote, wait and see. This is money. Yeah. Uh, you know, Walter, I mean, uh, Gunther, sorry. Gunther. Dude, I mean, longest reigning Intercontinental Champion, uh, about to feud with former intercontinental champion to me Miz is always money you know yeah. he you know unfortunately Dolph isn't there any longer but because I would say you know him and Miz have been there for, you know close to 20 years 
you know? Mm-hmm. Holy shit. You know, and Miz always fi- finds a way to stay fresh and, you know, uh, get eat and stuff like that. I think I'll be all right. I think I'll be good. You know, uh, yeah. Miz is always entertaining and, uh, you know, Guther, uh, you know, as a fucking machine. Yeah. Know? Oh, I can't even imagine what one of those fucking chops feels like. It's like, <sighs> Oh God! I can't even, I can't even imagine what that what that must feel like to take that on a weekly basis. Like fuck that. Chop, chop suck. Uh-huh. It's just like yeah. oh God, get chopped like that. Mm. Fuck that, you know? dude. No way, no way. I uh, I watched the the promo the other day. It seems like they're they're pushing towards another Miz face turn, which I I love. I can't wait to see him be a face. Um, I know a lot of people have a lot of things to say about the Miz, but honestly, man, like. The, the first and only two-time Grand Slam champion, like the dude, uh, the dude has cemented himself as a as a future Hall of Famer. And anytime you can put Miz in a program with anybody, especially Gunter for that Intercontinental belt, uh, that shit's going to print money. So, and to see where you know Miz has come from, yeah, you know, what he's become is remarkable. You know, he uh, it wasn't an easy road for him. No, you know, in WWE. You know, there's a lot of resistance. Oh, this guy's just going to come in here. You know, the, the thought process, the guy's going to come in here and use that as a stepping stone for something else. Yeah. And here, here he is 20 years later, you know. And he's still he's still doing amazing things and amazing work. So, no, I'm, I'm about it. I can't wait to see where it goes. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, God bless you. Let me see where else we are here. <laughs> I don't know why. It was like a like a gen, like it was just a, an immediate response. Uh, let me see. Uh, Christian Glenn. Wants to know. I'm not sure if Meanie has talked about this, but I wonder what his predictions are for wrestling in the near future with TNA changing its name back, NWA on CW, and with OVW being hot since the Netflix show. Will there be a sort of boom, oversaturation, or will it stay the same? Um, yeah, TNA is going back to being called TNA. Mm-hmm. Which is funny because I never stopped calling it TNA. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's, it, it, I don't know what a name change is going to be. It's, it's kind of hard to find the product. Right. You know? Um, NWA, I love what they're doing because the CW is cable and over to air. Right. You know, if, if you're one of those people that it's like, I'm never going to, you know, I, I'm a cord cutter, you know, but if you have a digital antenna, you can still watch CW, mm-hmm. CW and watch NWA. So that's important. Kind of like how, you know, SmackDown's on Fox, which is, you know, cable and over the air, you know, digital antenna kind of stuff. So, yeah, uh, OVW seems to do, be doing good. Al's show keeps his, uh, his attendance for his, his TVs have been picking up and stuff like that. And hopefully they do a season two. Yep. Uh, what the future is, God knows. If I could pre- predict that, I'd buy a lottery ticket. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, to me, o- Ohio Valley seems to be doing good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love what NWA is doing. You know, YouTube's good too, but you need to get those casual viewers who are like, you know, channel changers to go, oh, here's some wrestling, you know? Yeah. You know, get the people who aren't looking for it to, to watch it. TNA, again, 
I love everybody. I have friends who work there. Uh, I want everybody to do awesome, but yep. it's kind of hard to find them. Yeah. You know, it's like, I don't even know what channel they're on. <laughs> it's just, yep. You know, I, I see the clips on, on Twitter and that's about it. But, um, you know, uh, the best of your best abilities availability. It seems like NWA has upgraded their availability as as far as being able to be seen and stumbled upon. Mm-hmm. That's the phrasing. You know, I, a lot of the best wrestling I ever watched as a kid it was something I, I stumbled upon. Right, just channel surfing, or you know, back in the day when there's you know TV guides and stuff like that, and you're you're looking for wrestling, you kind of really have to search for. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I, I hope I wish them all well, but, uh, yeah, I, as far as what they're going to do, I, I don't even think they know what they're going to do yet, but Ta- the, 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 but the, uh, the best thing is the, uh, the journey yeah. you know, and seeing what happens. I mean, it's exciting to, to, again, at all wrestling is good is it the more, wrestling on television or available to anyone the better so it's only going to breed competition so i'm excited for everything but i agree i don't know exactly what name change will do for tna at this point um i mean i hope it i hope it does well but yeah it's you know maybe it's time to look into something else uh, how to how to revive that product so uh tom talks rubbish friend of the show hello tom good to talk to you again sir what year what year has been your favorite in your career? Hmm. Wow. Uh, maybe 97, 98, just because, you know, I, probably like 98, because that's when uh, Nova and I were feuding with the FBI and hmm. yeah. wrestling them every week was so much fun. Having a having a feud, you know, we I've had I've had a lot of matches in my career, but I never really had a, a feud, you know. And I've been, you know, you know, no meaning Novaverse, you know, Tracy Smothers and Lil Guido, you know, was basically our feud because yeah, you know, we wrestled everywhere and um, wrestled everywhere and just get, got better and learned so much from them, you know, because they were veterans, you know. By time you know we start working with them, and they taught us so much. And I, I want to say that was '98. Mm. Um, try I'm trying to do the chrono, chrono, chronology in my head. Stevie left for WCW, and then me and Nova were kind of just trying to find our way in, within the company. You know, because I I'm sure they thought we were leaving too. Right. You know, if Raven left, then Stevie left. Oh well, then me and Nova are gonna leave too. But then we're like, nah, we're, we're, we're still here. And they're like, okay, well, I guess we can use you now. And this, uh, that was around like 98. So I would say that, that whole summer and feuding with them, it was fantastic. Mm. You know, just, I mean, I've had a lot of great, good years, you know, good moments. So like, if I had to pick one year, 98, because I, I feuded with the uh, FBI and then my feud went, you know, after the feud, I basically went to, you know, WWE in 98. So, yeah. Yeah. 98? Yeah. 
Last question for the week. Robert Kelly wants to know, what is the worst object to be hit with out of this list? A frying, a frying pan, a glass tube, or a fake leg? Ooh. A fake leg. I mean, that sounds well, fucking well, I'm disgusting. Gonna a, I'm going to do an honorable mention. The worst fucking uh, a plastic chair instead of a steel chair is the worst fucking object to get hit with. Ben, the frying pans were gimmicks. Mm. Gimmicked. They're like those like dollar store Teflon fucking one. Like if you go to or if you ever see like old footage of these uh, arena, there's the arena. Then there was like Foreman Mills, but in the, between Foreman Mills and the arena, there used to be this little, shitty little dollar store. And that's where everybody went to go get the frying pans. And uh, they are what me and Al call, me and Al Snow call boingy metal. <laughs> me, 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 Al Snow and Nova would call boingy metal. And you just tap it on your finger and it goes boing, 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 you know. And that's, you know, the frying pans weren't that hard. It weren't that bad to get hit with because they're, they weren't like solid state steel fucking right. frying pans. Uh, what was the other? As frying pans. Fake leg and a glass tube. Which I'm assuming is the light. Like the light poles, yeah. I would never want to get hit with that because I hate those things because you know all the fucking powder that's in them are probably... Probably not good to breathe in. Right. You know, those uh, fluorescent tubes, you know. Uh, I'll probably go. I'll go with the fake leg. Yeah. As far as pain. Uh, light tubes probably just shatter. You probably won't don't want to get hit with the remnants of a light tube because that's when, you know, you see people like uh, get fucking jabbed with. If, if you watch the... Um, uh, who the dark side of the ring on pizza cutter? Oh, Nick Gage. Nick Gage, yeah. Nick Gage got fucked up by a light tube. Oh, yeah, it almost killed him, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, they fucking helicopter him out and shit. So, I, I hate fucking light tube. I hate that shit. Oh, I'm gonna hit you with a light bulb. Oh, please don't. Oh, Mm-mm. but uh, I'll go with a, a fake leg. Fuck it. Yep. They seem to like, you figure all the support a fake leg needs, a fake leg needs to be strong enough to support, you know, a human body. So, right. you know, the, the frying pans are gimmicked. Light tubes are glass. I'll go with uh, a fake leg. And it probably smells too, so. Oh, God. Oh, God, I can't even imagine. It smells like the inside of a fake leg. <laughs> Well, what doesn't smell, Meanie, is doing this segment with you each and every week. We appreciate your questions. <laughs> They're all fantastic. And don't forget uh, the weekend or the week, rather, of Thanksgiving, the Monday after Thanksgiving, we have an entire Ask Meanie episode coming up for you to enjoy. So ask away. Send us your Thanksgiving questions. Send us your non-Thanksgiving questions. Send them to us right away. You can send them using the hashtag Ask Meanie. And again, we will ask them to Meanie on the show. Meanie, I want to thank you. I want to thank the pod squad as well. Thank you. For stopping by today. And Meanie, uh, as uh, always, where can everyone keep up with you on your social media when they're not listening to this program? If you would like to follow the Blue Meanie on all forms of social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, threads, at Blue Meanie BWO on all forms of social media. 
you would like to support the Blue Meanie, go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Blue Meanie. If you want to support Mind the Meanie, go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Mind of the Meanie. Colin Elbow, the wrestling brand, go to ColinElbowBrand.com. Use coupon code Meanie or coupon code MIND. and Save 10% over there at ColinElbowBrand.com. Uh, madcatbeercare.com. Go to madcatbeercare.com. Get the blue spruce beard oil and bomb. Shout out to my boy Josh Thornton doing an amazing job over there taking care of the cats and making sure people smell and look good with their, uh, the facial hair. If you're a bearded fellow like myself, go to madcatbeercare.com. Uh, the Ultra Pro Wrestling video game coming to all major consoles. In late 2024, Ultra Pro Wrestling contains not only original characters created by the awesome Hal Haney, but many real-world wrestlers, including myself and many others I'm trying not to spoil. Uh, for updates, go to UltraProWrestling.com or follow them on Twitter at UPW Video Game. That's Twitter at UPW Video Game. The Figure Collection's Bone Crushing C... Oh, start that again. The Figure Collections Bone Crushing Wrestler Series 1 variants of the Blue Meanie are available now. All Series 1s uh, can be ordered right now at shop.figurecollections.com. That's shop.figurecollections.com. Get yourself a Blue Meanie, old school Blue Meanie, or a very limited BWO shirt Blue Meanie. Either way, uh, there's no wrong choices. So... Shout out to Jim Nelson over at GlaciersOfIce.com. Jim made a three of three only handmade custom BWO Air Jordan 1 sneakers for Stevie Nova and myself. Each pair takes Jim about 50 hours per pair. So if you want to see these awesome looking shoes, follow him on also forms of social media at G-O-I Kicks. That's at G-O-I Kicks. To have the Blue Menial on your podcast... Uh, go to podstars.net. That's P-O-D-S-T-A-R-Z dot net. Register your podcast, and then you can request me to be on your podcast over at podstars.net. Cameo.com slash Blue Mini BWO for birthdays, holiday, and well wishes. Uh, go to cameo.com slash Blue Mini BWO. I have a couple to do once I get off the air here. And uh, go over there to cameo.com slash BWO and let's make somebody's day a little bit brighter. But most importantly, Mr. Bernard, where can we find you? Me? Well, thank you, sir. I appreciate that. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Threads, and Blue Sky. You can follow me there at This Is Goober. Yes, it's my handle. No, I'm not changing it. It's a brand, pal. You can also listen to my other show, Foundation Radio, at going to foundationradio.com. Net meaning the holidays are coming up. That means you can get yourself your brand new, only official Adam Bernard Wrestle Buddy by going to brothersgatter.com, picking one up today. You can also get yourself a Blue Meanie Wrestle Buddy as well, but also at the same time, you can get yourself a two pack. That's right, two pack, two pack of your favorite podcast hosts by getting the official Mind of the Meanie two pack by going to brothersgatter.com. The Feinberg method, use promo code Goober and save up to 20% off of your entire purchase. My trainer, Brad Feinberg is ready to help you with your mental 
and physical wellness, thefeinbergmethod.com. Shout out to the homies at the 10th Ward Barbershop in downtown Lawrenceville on the other side of Pittsburgh there. Go over and see Kane and Jordan and the rest of the team there and get shaped up and look nice just like me at 10thwardbarbershop.com. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Foundation Radio. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Mind of the Meanie. Pick up a shirt and keep the lights on at Casa de Meanie and the Barnard Home for Wayward and Troubled Youth. Don't forget to go to Patreon.com right now. Patreon.com slash Mind of the Meanie and sign up today to join the pod squad. Tears started on just $10. I want to thank Manscaped and Green Road CBD for sponsoring the program today. And I want to thank you, Meanie, as always for doing this program with me each and every week. I appreciate you, and I appreciate all of you who are listening right now. And we will see you again next week. Same bat time, same bat channel for the Blue Meanie. I am Adam Bernard. Join us again each and every week as we take a trip to the mind of the Meanie. This episode of Mind of the Meanie is hosted and executively produced by the Blue Meanie and Adam Barnard. It was mixed and engineered by Carl Pinnell. Additional narration is provided by the executive voice, Sam Kreps. That's me. Our intro music was performed by the Swamp Candles. Our outro music was performed by Chikara. Additional musical accompaniment is performed by Enrichment. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter, or X or whatever, at Mind of the Meanie. And become part of the pod squad by going to patreon.com slash mindofthemeanie. Find our entire show archive at mindofthemeanie.com. This has been a Butts Carlton Media Production. Butts Carlton Proprietor. That was Blue Minnie's brain out.